0: You are listening to Oliver Dixon on the Station of the Year. It is 23 minutes to the top of the hour. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for staying with us. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Uh, the University of Fort has historically a very, very important institution in South Africa's education history. Uh, and, of course, running an institution is... N- obviously an administrative nightmare uh, galvanizing and and and, and uh, getting the resources to be able to run it is incre- becoming increasingly difficult uh, but also ensuring that the governance of institutions are intact making sure that they pass the muster of ethics is another task uh, one that the university of fort Hare seemingly has not fared well in the last couple of years but is there a plan to turn it around how does that impact the ability of the university and the institution uh, to educate the young minds uh, that are in its midst and turning them into the leaders that tomorrow will be the thinkers, creators uh, and, uh, you know, thought leaders of our country? And are you perhaps an alumni of the University of, the Fort, of, uh, university of Fort Hare? What are your thoughts about uh, your support around the institution, the state of the institution today? I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call. 86 I'm also taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 I'm joined by the director of the foundation, uh, Ms. Noklungam, as well as uh, the resource mobilization manager of the foundation, Sbulele Leongozi. And one of the alumni and supporters of the foundation and the institution is Mr. Sipiwe C- uh, C- Mglovo. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, uh, Mr. I want to s- uh, start with you this evening. W- w- the, the Forte Foundation, w- what is it?
1: Forte Foundation.
0: Um, so again, I just ask you just sit closer to the microphone, and oh. there we go.
1: Thank you. Good evening. Yeah. Um, uh, the Forte Foundation is uh, an entity of the University of Forte. Right. It is a, a trust, and its sole mandate is fundraising for the University of Forte.
0: And then once you fundraise, what do you use those funds for? The do you determine that or does the university determine that?
1: First of all, the university determines the priorities for which we fundraise. And once the priorities have been identified, then we embark on a fundraising campaign for each of the mm. priorities. And then the funds concerned then are used for the identified projects. And and the, for the foundations, responsibility also stewardship to report uh, to report back to the funder and sit with it that the fundings are used for the intended purpose, mm-hmm. and uh, we also account to the stakeholders and uh, for the funding that we've received.
0: Want to talk to us about some of the priorities that outlined at the moment?
1: The, some of the priorities is um, the the library, the University of Forte Library, which was uh, built in 1970. At that time, the students were sitting at about 2,000. Uh, Currently, this is the students that are using that library about 16,000. So that library, um, nothing has changed since 1970. It is important for the university then to repurpose the library, the current structure, because the structure itself is still solid, but also to extend and make sure that we can accommodate the students, mm-hmm. the student numbers, and uh, repurpose it such that we align it to the the, the current technological in, uh, needs and environment so that we operate in. So we want to mon- modernize it and also extend it in essence. Um Yeah.
0: Mm, mm. Uh, and, of course, libraries are important facilities, I remember, because I used to sleep in the library <laughs> at the school I went to. Uh, but, of course, Forte is, is, is in the Eastern Cape. Eastern Cape is one of the poorest provinces in the country um, where infrastructure um uh, unemployment is rampant. And so the most effective way of escaping poverty and unemployment in South Africa is through getting university education in a degree and forte alongside the University of Walter Sisulu uh, are important institutions um, alongside Rhodes in ensuring that the population of the Eastern Cape are educated. Of course, these are cosmopolitan institutions. So you have students coming from all over the country, all over the world study here. Uh, but its primary base are people from the Eastern Cape. Uh, given the context of poverty there, there are a lot of students, I would assume, make it into university, but don't have the financial assistance to be able to just stay in university, whether they'd be buying textbooks, accessing a library, having accommodation, being able to pay for tuition, food and, and, and all of those other amenities. To what extent does the, does the foundation get involved in assisting students at that scale?
1: We get involved a lot um, with students. Um, if you look at the, as you have uh, clearly atli- articulated the, the type of students that enroll from the, the University of Forte, they come from those rural areas and they're quite poor, most of them. Yeah. 80% of the students that are enrolled at the university depend on NSFAS. Mm. Some of them, even though they qualify for NSFAS, they can't access NSFAS for various reasons. Some of them don't have the necessary documentation. They don't have access to network, um, to Wi-Fi, to be able to do the, the, to apply for First, Some of them don't have, um, for various reasons, even yeah. money to buy data to be able to uh, access uh, first applications. Those students, um, some of the students still sleep in the library, mm. and 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 some of them. Um, don't even have money to register because the registration fee at Forte is around 3,000 rand. They don't even have that money mm. to register, to enroll before they can then access um, funding. So we help students with various uh, needs. Some of them help them with food for starters. They don't have food to eat mm. whilst they are waiting for to be enrolled in the university really goes a long way to try and make sure that every student that has been admitted gets um, access to the university facilities. So as the Foundation in any given year, we support approximately 500 students. And also we don't only focus on those students who can access NSFAS, we also um, focus on students missing middle students. Mm. And uh, there is an assumption that um, the missing middle students can afford to pay fees. Mm. And the reality is that the families they come from, missing middle students start from anything above 250,000 per annum salary Mm. for Mm. a household. We know our black households have got a minimum of on average five kids Mm. to support and within those families. So 250,000 per annum cannot support a family uh, to that extent and still educate the, mm. the, the students. So you find that those students from the, the, from the missing middle suffer the same fate as those students who come from, um, I would say...
0: Qualifying poor households. P-
1: yes, qualifying poor households, yes. Yeah. So um, the Ford Foundation goes a long way in terms of providing bursaries to the, those categories of students. Mm. But in addition, we also fundraise for student welfare at the university, within the university, like the anti-GBV campaign, fundraise for those we fundraise for facilities like career centers where students, then when they are enrolled at the university, they can also be empowered to um, to, to be able to write CVs, access mm. potential employment information, and uh, be job be job ready, mm. so we we also provide for those programs in our fundraising, and I must thank uh, PPS uh, that is Professional Provident Fund yeah. for funding such a facility within the university, which we intend to launch um, in August this yeah. year. So. We 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 fundraise for a range of things, um, including food parcels to help those destitute students, yeah. so that they can have access to food.
0: Yeah. By the way, how much is uh, that library project gonna cost? The how much are you fundraising for it?
1: Library project. Uh, we're fundraising. I- we're looking for 120 million for the library project. We're looking for 30 million for the laboratories, because uh, University of Fort is one of those oldest university. And our, lab, our, our laboratories don't have laboratory equipment, mm, so mm. we need the state of the art equipment so that the students can be able to um, do research, necessary research. Yeah. So, we're fundraising for those projects as well,
0: yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, the question is, how, how do you raise funds for these sort of things? What do you what is a story that you 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 share with private partners, uh, you know private industry perhaps uh, grant organizations as uh, you you engage with these organizations uh, what what is the unique selling point to supporting the Hair Foundation and not just donating money to the minister of Finance instead
2: yes yes um, um, thank you and hi to, to your viewers Oliver. yeah um, it's, it's quite interesting because for me most of uh, the messaging that I put out to the um, our stakeholders is very personal. And it, it stems from the uh, profile of the student that we actually do most of, fundra- yeah. our, of our fundraising for. And, and these are kids that come from um, conditions that we can barely imagine um, for them to actually finish high school. Hmm. Getting to varsity is, is, is an achievement on its own, right? So when we, we go to our stakeholders, we profile um, these students as these um, guys that um, if you support them, then this is a winning ticket because we have um, quite a brilliant uh, populace of students mm. that um, in their first year. Uh, so, so this is the story. Our students come in very brilliant, very brilliant from um, the high school they come from, and in their first year, it becomes very difficult for them to adapt in the university space. Yes, right. Naturally, and so naturally so. It's not right? unique
0: for this. Yes,
2: not unique. Yeah. But what we've noticed is that most of the students that come in with low marks from um, high school. Um, they would do very well with our, well, with our um, support interventions in their first year. And by the time they're go- going to second year, these guys, um, you know, cum laude students. And really? that, that is the biggest selling point when we profile uh, our, our, our student is uh, yeah. going to private sector, that these kids, all they need is just a bit of support. And um, if they get that support, I mean, there is no stopping them. And yeah. um, we ha- so it becomes easy for us when we identify the, uh, the priority projects that we want to fundraise for. It becomes then easy when we have to show some type of a portfolio for that particular project uh, uh, to say that the beneficiaries are actually ready for that type of intervention. Mm. For example, if we say that uh, we want to fundraise for a library, Are the students utilizing the resources that are already there and what are their Mm, outcomes mm. of that? And then you find that students are using spaces within residences that shouldn't even be libraries or places to study. And they repurpose the spaces and they use them as libraries. And um, the results that came out of that, you know, are students that are high performing, Um, that have good profiles outside the merit, academic merits. You know, they they, they become um, um, leaders in various organizations and they form their own organizations. We have an organization that only exists in our institutions called Sunrise. And that institution goes back to the real areas um, by um, students who come from those real areas and they make sure that students are able to enroll in varsity and they kind of train them. So going into the private sector and engaging our stakeholders, the main message is that we've got this brilliant gem of students, and these are the results, um, and this is the portfolio, and all they need is just a bit of support. And the second part to that is that is is what you also mentioned, Oliver, like the profile of the University of Forte, How far it has come yeah. and how far it, um, it has contributed in, in the fabric of, of the South African um, democracy as we know it. Right. So I think that's also something that has um, played a role in, in our messaging um but uh, but is now
0: 107 years old 108
2: 107 uh, seven.
0: 107 yes, I was at the centenary party in 2016 oh. I remember <laughs> some of this
2: Yeah I remember we tried to to to, to do a tournament
0: or yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no I was there I was there yeah, Uh so. and and I mean it's an institution with an in, with an incredible heritage right yes. But we have to talk about the events of the last couple of, let's say, over the last seven, eight years of the mm-hmm. institution's life that I think have taken media headlines a storm yes. uh, and talk about what that does to mm-hmm. the efforts around supporting students, building a new p- library that will support 16,000 students and not just one that was built for a capacity yes, yes. of 3,000 students. But give me a call zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Taking your WhatsApp voice notes on zero six one Let's take a quick break. Night dog giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Monday to Thursdays, 10 p.m. Thank you for your company. Really, really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for staying with us. I'm in conversation uh, with the Fort Hare Foundation, at least the director, as well as the resource mobilization manager, and a supporter of the foundation and alumni of the university, Mr. Sipio Ndlovu. Mr. Ndlovu, uh, when you read in the headlines that the premier of the province bought a degree from the university and now the SIU is investigating him, or that there's an assassination attempt on the vice chancellor as a, as a as an alumni member how does how does that make you feel
3: um good evening uh, oliver and uh, your listeners um obviously those kind of headlines are distressing to uh, the alumni uh, as well as i suppose every supporter of ford hair yeah so so yeah that that's disturbing yeah yeah
0: uh what I mean, you're in the institution, uh, uh, Mrs. What, what went wrong? How did that culture seep into the fabric of the institution?
1: Um, thank you, Oliver. I think um, I, I wouldn't like to say it's a culture that's sitting in the fabric of the institution. These are is isolated incidences that are being investigated. And mm. at this point in time, they are still allegation until they're proven to be yeah. true facts. So I think what is important for us, in fact, what keeps us going as the Forte Foundation is that we are not getting distracted with what is happening around us. Yeah. We know what we're here for, and we are focusing on that. The work we're doing is quite inspiring in the sense that we're making a change to not to just that one child, but we know that the impact of our work has got a ripple effect into the entire community. Mm. Um, hence then we're saying we, we can't be distracted. The, fort, the University of Fort has put in systems in place. There's got strong governance. It has launched a renewal strategy and we don't want to take our eyes off the ball. Mm. Mm. Indeed. Certain things might have happened. I'm saying might because mm. they're still under investigation. Once the report of the SIU comes out, the leadership of the university will be able to talk to those issues. At this point in time, I think we shouldn't be anxious. Let's wait and see what the outcomes will be. I mean, and uh, the premier didn't deny.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the premier didn't quite deny it, right? Uh, all we know is that there's an investigation.
1: Um, we. That's why I'm saying I'm emphasizing the fact that we don't want to be distracted. Yeah. Let's allow those pro- those processes to proceed. There is a leadership within the university that is very strong and gro- grounded. Um, there is the university itself has got, has strengthened its governance, and hence the investigations are happening. These investigations are happening at the behest of the university, mm. and as such, that gives us. Um, confidence on the leadership and as the forte foundation our focus is on the ball which is fundraising and making a difference mm. within the with uh, difference in the in those uh, students that need to be assisted and to the institution itself to ensure that it's got the right infrastructure to support education especially education of a black child because mm. the majority of those students are black child which you have profiled well that come from poor rural communities so that is our priority as the Ford foundation yeah at this point in
0: time so you have various fundraising initiatives uh you t- you spoke earlier about the um uh, uh, the GBV uh, fundraising initiative. There was the uh, fundraising initiative of uh, the Career Expo uh, and, and Resource Center that PPS supported. Um, more more contemporary, you guys are hosting a, a golf day at the uh, horribly difficult Houghton Country Club. <laughs> um, and I'm assuming a lot of your alumni members w- will be there uh yeah i'm I'm assuming you'll be playing at that talk to me about the significance of such events and 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 opportunities
3: oliver uh, uh, you will know that any university really stands on the shoulders of the alumni yeah so um for for me in particular and uh, quite a number of people that i know who love golf um uh, we would like to make sure that we use that to galvanise support for the university, but also to contribute to the initiative of raising funds by the uh, foundation to ensure that some of the projects that they are uh, prioritising can be realised. So, so yeah, so I I laugh because you're quite right that Houghton is not a particularly um, easy course. I was looking at my course handicap and I was thought, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too is. embarrassed to share my <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But so, so there's quite a number of uh, 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 golfers, but uh, specifically people that uh, we were at Fort Hair together that uh, we really just trying to uh, get their support to uh, support the golf day, but also just raise funds with uh, those contacts that we have been able to, yeah, yeah, to, to make uh, contact. Well, how
0: how how good of a relationship does the foundation and, by extension, the institution have with its alumni? Uh,
2: it's quite a good one. Um, it's quite a good um, relationship. Are they
0: responsive? Do they read your emails? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but
2: I I think I, I think it's it can be read case by case. For example. Um, there are some projects that they would respond faster. And in terms of the golf day, um, uh, we haven't gotten the support uh, that we actually would like from, from our alumni. And I think um, part of part of the reason, um, I think is also on our side in terms of marketing and, and, and um, the reach of our marketing for the event. Because I think um, our, our alumni is, I mean, across the country and yeah. across the globe. And I think we we haven't really utilized the value uh, of our alumni to its to its fullest. For example, I, I don't think we we have reached out to our international alumni as much as we actually right. uh, cultivate the local one. So I think the response can definitely be improved, but the relations between our alumni and the institution the Forte Foundation is quite is quite good and yeah um, it's quite and then there's also a record of that because uh, al- uh, the alumni programs most of the time, they actually are done through the foundation and some of the resources yeah. of the foundation. So,
0: Mr. Ndlova, I'm assuming a lot of the alumni are based in Johannesburg. Uh, it would not be unusual. Is Are they all welcome to this golf day?
3: Absolutely, yes. Um, as, as Bulele says, we encourage everybody, actually not all, only golfers, but anybody who has an association with Ford Hair to support this initiative. But absolutely, um, alumni and uh, people who are just golfers who yeah. are interested in supporting the initiative are quite welcome to to come and support.
0: Okay, I'll be there. Uh, I'll br- I'll bring along my colleague uh Zomapek, who's actually an alumni of the institution, ah, uh, and 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 a few other friends, and and we'll have fun and we'll talk some more about uh, in ways that we can support uh, you know the noble initiatives of the institution, but not taking our eye off the ball uh, of accountability. Uh, where there has been transgressions, I think both of those things are critically important. Thank you so much for coming. I really, really do appreciate it, uh, and hopefully we can have follow. We can take this conversation forward very, very soon. It's a minute after eleven o'clock. We're gonna to go to the news on the other side of that. It is the open line.